The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's not another Buffalo podcast with John. And uh, we're all in a lot better mood this week, so I, I'd expect the over-under to be much lower than 19 bleeps. Brando. Um, my sister was saying that when Pat was giving the hero of the drought and he stumbled and said Ryan Fitzpatrick and started dropping all the F-words, she was playing the uh, the show at her job in the hospital and everybody was cracking up. The nurses were dying left. And Pat. Crazy thing about this player is he is a very fertile man. Okay? So one record that he has, he is in second place for, um, you know, having a ton of children. Um, Ryan Fitz, oh, Jesus f***ing Christ. All right, guys, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast, part of the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. I'm John, and I'm here with my buddies, Pat and Brando, if you didn't already know. Hello, gentlemen. You can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. Patty, how you doing? Pat's rocking the uh, the pinkest, awesomest sweatshirt right now. He, he waved yeah. at the camera for those of you yeah. without the audio or without the uh, visuals. Which is everybody at this Which point. Which is everybody. Is everybody. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, location Aspen, Colorado. You guys ever watch um, Dumb and Dumber? They got to go track down Mary Swanson. That's what it made me think of. I had to pick it up. But Yeah. Nice. Was nice. that a thrift store find? Absolutely. Always. 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 Hey, if if you guys if you guys ever need a thrift store guide or or a goodwill buddy, Pat is your guy. Pat is also the guy who, who forgets to turn off his yet. ringer <laughs> even after we ask him to turn it off dude, before dude, oh, it, it is, It's off, but it's an alarm that I've pushed back for like all day. All right, let's yeah, I get <laughs> Pat hey, has Brandon, snoozed his Brandon, alarm clock at 110 odds that he pushed snooze on there. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Yeah. Or no, you've literally, Pat, you woke up this morning, approximately 7 a.m. and you didn't want to turn the alarm off. You just have hit snooze every 10 minutes until this moment right now. Yeah. I think I did, man, honestly. But that sounds about right. <laughs> well, you know what I'm snoozing on, man? The Jets. St. Mike Dude. ain't no saint no more. Yeah, that, made, that made no sense, but you know what I mean. No. No, I, uh, I, saw, I saw I saw a really good tweet, and I'm gonna have to look it up so I can credit it here. Let me go to my likes really quick. Oh, I gotta send you guys a tweet too. Um, Eric Turner from Cover One did a little uh, film uh, film cut up. Yeah, like all the plays that Josh had under center 
where he's doing like the sleight of hand stuff. Where yeah, he's I, I saw his tweet. I saw his tweet. That oh my gosh, it's mesmerizing watching Josh. I didn't. I never realized that Josh was so good with the sleight of hand. Yeah, I'm looking at the same tweet right now. I like Eric Turner so, stuff. Shout out to yeah, Eric, like Turner. Eric Turner. Good, stuff. great, great cover one is awesome. But they like, are yeah, great, awesome. Great, Greg at cover one is awesome too. Uh, great film cut up. Loved it. Like watching it over and over again because Josh is. He's good. I mean, he has me fooled on almost every single play, and I know what's going to happen. It, it's it's pretty cool. But anyway, the tweet that I was I was trying to find here was uh it was by Lauren. You can find her at Lauren C thirty. Um, <laughs> she's quote tweeting the freezing cold takes. Um, Mike White, who who had the infamous quote this week. If you ask me, I should have been in a first overall pick, which you know everyone was kind of uh, tweeting that. <laughs> And, and she tweeted it and said, overall, he was picked first by Taron Johnson, then by Trey White, then by Levi, <laughs> Levi Wallace, then by Jordan Poyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, shout out. That's, that's the uh, not another Buffalo podcast salute to Lauren there. So great tweet. You know what? This is funny. So I heard this joke the other day, right? I'm going to tell you guys this joke. What does one eye say to the other eye? And I thought of this because of Mike White. Just something was off a little bit, right? So what does one can you, eye... Can you re- repeat it? What does one eye say to the other eye? And these are my eyes when I'm looking at Mike White. But the joke is, what does one eye say to the other eye? I don't know. Thank God I'm not the f***ing New York Jets. Well, we say that in our head, <laughs> but we don't say that out loud. Um, but again, one eye to the other eye. The punchline is, between you and me, there's something smelly in here. Right? And my nose smelled that sh- from Mike White a mile away. That was not real. He messed up my bet. He does not throw for 400 yards ever again in his lifetime. I would bet a lot of money on that, that he never even tops 300 yards again in his lifetime. He got lucky that he did it the one time <laughs> when he, he threw like 300 yards after the catch. Like his, his players made so much work for him that day. So I'm so glad that we just don't have to see that this week. He was bad. He stunk. He smelled bad before. And now we just all know if he smells like and it looks like, well, maybe he is. All right. So, all right. Breaking out the bleep button for uh, Brandon, Brandon getting salty about Mike white breaking the parlay like two, three weeks ago. I'm not over it yet, man. I'm not over it. That was the biggest shock. you should be taking out your energy on Tom Brady right I, now, who broke our parlay this week. If but anybody we'll, knows my, we'll, if anybody we'll get knows to me, that later, they know I've spent a lot of my lifetime pooping on Tom Brady, and like he's just like that monkey that throws it back at you at the zoo. He just throws the poop in your exactly. face. Exactly. Tom like, Brady spent a lot of his life pooping on us as Bills fans. So yeah, I just stopped that slander. You know, my dad likes him, which is kind of unfortunate because you know he's kind of a Tampa snowbird and. And Tom Brady went to Michigan, which is like the ultimate Habermas family shrine that you have. Um, but it's funny because uh, my uncle likes Michigan State, but Brady went to Michigan and my dad kind of pulls her. I'm like, Dad, I, I work for the Bills, man. I, we can't. I, well, lifelong Bills fan. How do you even have this affection for me? He's 44. He's the best ever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I think it's, I think with Bills fans who like really like, I mean, cause everyone kind of like quote unquote respects him, but I, I think it's more with a lot of the, a lot of the people who are like, man, I really respect the guy. And like, we're actually kind of like rooting for him when he won his Super Bowls while he was still torturing the Bills. I think that's a little bit more like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. No, I was it literally going to say that. <laughs> 
Uh, but the other anyway. thing about him is uh, just I didn't really think he was that great until I started seeing him in person at the Bills games, right? And then it's like, wow, he makes the right play every time. And I was like, okay, just get old, please. Like before my favorite players get old, which is like he's outlasting some of these guys that have been in the league. Like yeah. Keekley has a full career during Brady's second half of his career. Well, it's like, it's I mean, Tom Brady already had two Super Bowls won by the time Drew Brees was getting drafted. And now Drew Brees is done and Tom's probably going to play in, you know what I mean? Whatever, number 11. So He, he, he looked bad, though. He did. I mean, he two picks old. in the first half. He looked old. Like, yeah. I mean, there are dudes who have had entire broadcasting careers after playing that yeah. started playing well after Tom did. True. Like, true. It's it's insane. Anyway, like Tony Romo, literally Tom was a three time Super Bowl champ by the time Tony Romo stopped. And now he's calling games where the guy who's played longer than him, he's like veteran broadcaster now, Tony Romo. Like, that's insane to me. And I feel guys. like so last thing before we get into our uh, our game picks here. But I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the Chris Collinsworth tweet today. Nice. Where I don't know if Pat, you probably didn't see this, but Is anyway, it the one where so, it said with zero context or whatever that video montage. No, no, no. no. Um, <laughs> what no, is Chris that? One? Good. Did you like it? Look it up. <laughs> I'll send it to you guys. <laughs> no, so it was it was uh, Chris Collinsworth tweeted. He said uh, he he's calling his fifth Super Bowl this year. So this is the, uh, the oh fifth time yeah, that the he's Patriots the are going to be yeah. So the Patriots have been in every single Super Bowl that Chris Collinsworth has called as a broadcaster, which honestly makes sense because I hated all of those Super Bowls. So I guess it it all it's all coming together. But he quote tweeted it and he's like, you know, of, of course he he knew that he was doing the Super Bowl all year, but of course it's after a New England dominant win. Like he, he you know, he wouldn't have tweeted that after you know Macaroni Jones had that terrible game a couple of weeks ago. But yeah. and well, it's interesting because you know the the Patriots had a good week this week, but the. The AFC's bad week was last week, right? And now, I mean, the Rams lost last week also, but it looked like the NFC kind of had their stinkers this week with the Seahawks and, the, you know, Brady. and Yeah, and it was, I know it was Thursday Night Football, but the Ravens had their stinker this week too. In so. Arizona, yeah. That was an odd week. Everyone's kind of in there like, you know, midlife yeah. crisis. The NFL is drunk right now. It yeah. really is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, with that being said... uh Let's get into uh, a little bit of our pick recaps here. Last week, I was last on the scoreboard, so it was it was a little bit of a rough week. Tennessee really? hurt me. Tennessee hurt me by not covering. It hurt me and you, Pat. Pat, you would have been in great shape, and honestly, Pat would have been five and one if Tennessee covered, and he wasn't taking one for the team. Uh, Which I will but, for the remainder of the season, so that we so, have a successful team. Yeah, we need we need to play like a uh, a salute to Pat at the end of the year for for picking against the Bills spread every single time this year going until forward. It stops to, working. Uh, exactly. <laughs> well, that's true until it stops working. But anyway, so obviously we just recap this. Brandon and I picked Buffalo to cover the spread. They did handily, forty-five to seventeen. Pat picked the. Uh, the Jets to make it within 12 and they did not. Thank you, Pat. Your service is appreciated. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your service. Um, <laughs> Atlanta and Dallas. Uh, we really thought that this was going to be a closer game. We thought that Dallas would win, but they wouldn't cover a nine point spread. Unfortunately, they won by 40, which is the largest uh, margin of victory for Dallas since I think like 2000. 
Um, so Pat won that one. Uh, Brandon and I took an L. Uh, Kansas City at Las Vegas. Um, you guys got this one right. I thought that um, Las Vegas would make it close. At least they did not. Um, Tennessee, this was the game that was a little bit of a clunker. Uh, New Orleans pulled within two at garbage time to prevent Tennessee from covering the spread. So despite me and Pat picking Tennessee to win, Brando took the W home on that one. The garbage time cover, man. I'm salty. Yeah. I'm salty. Can't cover a three point Trevor. spread in garbage time. Come on, Trevor Tennessee. F and Simeon. Damn it, Trevor. <laughs> As if I needed like more reason to uh to hate Tennessee, but Anyway, the uh, first tie of the NFL season, Detroit at Pittsburgh. Uh, Brandon and <laughs> is I what the Lions Detroit. fans are saying. Yes. Yeah, Brandon and I picked uh, Detroit in this one uh, because we thought that Pittsburgh wasn't going to be able to cover an eight-point spread. That held true. So Pat don't forget that, that we're that also one. Lions fans. At least half of us, ha- a third of us. I homered. I homered <laughs> on that one. Half of us being Lions fan would include like half of one of us being a Lions fan. So <laughs> <That's true. laughs> you got to go I mean, in thirds. When we were both but, pretty bad, I, I would I would hop on the Lions fan wagon. They're not a bad team. team to hop on. They're kind of they used to be like the Bills of the NFC. Now yeah, they just no, I, they're still the Lions. If the nothing Lions. else, yeah. I like Dan Campbell. Dude's like a comic book character or like a sitcom yeah. dad. Yeah, like, I, like Dan I will admit, too. I didn't. I wasn't super hot on Dan Campbell after his like intro interview. Because what was that thing that he was yeah, saying? He's wearing he's like, a space helmet or whatever. The man's no, wild. The man I don't remember wild. that. He was like, yeah, he's, he's like, he's we're just going to take out people's. All the time. We're going to take out people's knees or something like that. What was that? Uh, quote? Something about smashing his face in a wall or something crazy. I don't know. Dan Campbell but, quote. I'm going to search this. Yeah, he was doing no. like crazy interviews, like in costumes and stuff. Like pretty funny guy. Um, uh, anyway, Brandon, hold on to that thought and let me know when you got it. But uh, last game on the docket, we had Cleveland at New England. This one was a little bit surprising as well with New England smashing the Browns handily uh, 45 to 7. I picked Cleveland in this one like a dumbass. Um, so <laughs> you guys both got the W there. So overall, last week, Pat was 500. Sorry, man, you would have been 4 and 2 without taking one for the team for the Bills. So we appreciate you. Thank you for your service. I you was know. 2 and 4, uh, fell a little bit closer to 500. So. I'm starting to uh, get into Caprio territory there. And uh, Brandon went five and one. So Brandon Brandon hopped another three games on me. So now overall, Pat is 23 and 28. I'm 28 and 26. Barely hanging on to plus 500 territory there. And uh, Brando's 34 and 20. Elite status. Hey. So. Hey. Any given Sunday, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's not John's bets or, Brando, or Pat's bets because we'd be... Uh, I'd have we'd to, have to, we'd have yeah. to rename the segment at that point. Well, <laughs> how to lose money. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it just worked out that my name started with a B. Yeah. yeah alliteration, bro. David Carpino, wherever you are, man. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> actually, it's con- he was, a- con- it's consonants, bro. Well, David, David Carpino. Yeah, no, alliteration you, would be with, he would be, alliteration would vowels. be with the vowel. Vowels, yeah. yeah. Actually, but Dave Carpino suited up at the end of that game or was it Joe Flacco? We really couldn't tell. We couldn't tell. tell, yeah. But, yeah, looked exactly like our high school English teacher. Yeah, and man. I, I think the result would have been the same either way. Literally. So I got Dave Dan Car- Campbell quote Dave, here. Dave Carpino, if you're out there, best tennis coach ever. Legend. Never made never made us run. We just we just hit the ball back and forth all practice. It was great. I loved high school tennis. Brando, you remember? The man said nothing until I would whiff on a ball. And then he'd be like, oh, I gotta have that, Brandon. You gotta have that. <laughs> 
All right, boys, let's get into these picks here. Time for the guys to pick their picks in the Pick 6 Pick'ems. All right, our first game on the docket is Indy going into Buffalo. Buffalo's seven-point favorites as of now. We are recording this episode earlier in the week than we normally would, so if that spread changes drastically because of something, don't fault us. Negative seven right now. So that that's what we're betting on. But anyway, Brandon, what do you think... Uh, Seven-point spread, interesting. I'm surprised they didn't put a little half-point hook in there. Maybe there, maybe it might be at 7.5 later in the week or something like that, I would expect. But what do, yeah. you, what do you think about this matchup? I think that's that's a fair line because the Colts are not a joke, right? And seven points is a lot in the NFL. That's a, a full touchdown. Not a lot of games end. What is it, like 53% of games end in less than seven points? Yeah, well, it's less than difference. That. Whatever it is, yeah, it's close. And... um and I think it's going to come out to Carson Wentz and his decision making because, as we we talked about earlier in the week, aka our other show, um, was <laughs> our secondary is good at getting picks against tough throws, right? Any wobbly throw, they're going to make you pay. And here's the thing, I I saw on first take this morning, Stephen A. and Molly were talking, and Molly decides to throw a little shade. She was like, "The Bills haven't played anybody." Um, look at their combined record of their opponents, of their wins, and it's not that great. But they, you know, they did still play the Chiefs and and so on. You know, so that that was a little inflated. But if you thought the Bills had an easy record, the combined record of the five teams that the Colts have beaten is eleven and thirty four. So it's not the best either. So I think the Bills are going to show the difference between champs and chumps this week. Um, and I'm only going to call every other team a chump because they don't have a guy like Josh Allen. They don't have a guy like Trey White. And uh, gave me the Bills to uh, assert a little manhood here within the conference and cover the spread. Nice. Patty, what about you? Well, I think the Bills will win by about maybe, I, I don't know, seven points is tough. Like, I just, I mean, even when we played this team in the playoffs, what was the score? I think we only won by three points, right? Maybe four points. Well, we got a garbage time. We scored at the end. And, well, oh, no, no, no. That was when Phillip Rivers... He threw the hail mary. He threw, yeah, he threw mary. the hail mary. It was less than it was less than six points. I don't know. Yeah, what it was. no, you're right. Yeah. But also, yeah. also, sorry to interrupt you, Pat. Philip Rivers is going to be on the Manning cast this week. Um, so I guess we'll figure out if the curse extends to uh, former teams, former right? players. Yeah. Yes, yes, I saw that on Twitter. Hey, yes. uh, oh, you know who was on? Um, Michael Irvin was on before the Cowboys lost. I watched really? that episode when, when I was in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. So. Maybe it maybe it does apply. Maybe the it the Cowboys had a pretty rough week against the Broncos that was kind of inexplicable. So maybe it does maybe it does extend to former teams. We'll find out. Yeah. yeah anyway. Hopefully. I don't know. If you have Jonathan Taylor on your fantasy team, hopefully it does well, really well, but they don't win. Um, so Well, Pat, we thank you for your service as always. Uh, I'm going with Buffalo on this one. I'm not as confident that they'll clear the spread on this. I'm gonna pick them to clear the spread, but Again, I, I think if they play the game that they want it to be high scoring over 30 points, you know, I, again, I think that they'll they'll handily beat Indy. But if it turns into a little bit of a slog fest where, you know, they can't get the passing game going kind of against like like they did against Jacksonville, low scoring. I think that Jonathan Taylor is, is somebody who can eat you up even more than the Jaguars did. So the other thing we talked about it earlier this season is teams that you might not want to face in bad weather. 
I haven't totally checked the forecast for this game yet, but I know that it's not looking great. Um, but we're we're far away. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, it could be a, a rain front coming in that could be at the stadium. But you know, that's just something to keep your eyes out for Jonathan Taylor and Quentin Nelson. He's got he's got good guys blocking for him too. So we'll yeah. see. Indy has a lot of really good players. Like they've really got a great roster. I think that they. Even with Carson Wentz as their quarterback, haven't played up to the ceiling of their roster. Uh, so they, they have. Hopefully, they, they keep that going for another week at least. I guess. So, Frank, we love you, but you're not going to win this week. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Prince Harry. Um, <laughs> next up, we got Cincinnati heading to Vegas. Cincinnati is one point favorites in this one, and I think this game is super interesting because. I don't know if you'll learn anything from this, but these are two kind of middling teams that we don't really know what to make of them. At different points in the season, these both looked like they were second-tier AFC teams. And then at other points, they looked like they were third- or fourth-tier AFC teams. Um, and as of late, they've both stumbled. So Cincinnati's coming off the bye in this one after... Gosh, they lost, they lost, they lost yeah, their the last game. To yeah. the Browns. Yeah, yeah. The Browns, that was their last loss. Down, so, yeah. yeah. Then they lost before that, too. They, they had a, yeah, that's when the they Jets. lost to the Jets, to Mike White. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. So right. they're coming so, off of a string. Two rough ones. <laughs> Pat, what do you got? What do you think for that? Well, you know, it's kind of like that Ben Folds song, um, The Battle of Who Could Care Less. Um, that's going to be me picking to watch this one over the other games. But, I mean, I got I to gotta take the Bengals. You know, I just, I really don't know what's going on in Oakland. I mean, props to them for still you know, not losing the entire locker room. I mean, I can't imagine you lose your head coach and your leading receiver. Like that's some real adversity. But like you were saying earlier, Brando, they've had two rough losses down there for the boys, the boys with the tiger print. So, you know, give me the bangles in Las Vegas. Brandon, what about you? You know, I had my mind made up until Pat said tiger print. And I, <laughs> I very much embody what you said about not caring about this game. Um, my cat is Tony the Tiger, and for that reason, I'm gonna pick the Bengals. And that reason only, I have been screwed mightily by the Bengals big time the last two times I've picked them. So I'm kind of like third times the charm, man. Like I needed them to do something well for me. And the other thing is, this is huge for playoffs, right? This this one of these two teams could come to Buffalo for Wild Card Weekend, right? So. That's kind of the only interesting part for me to see because I would probably rather play the Raiders. They have less playmakers on offense. Um, so maybe I, I would rather have them win, the Raiders win, but I think we would be able to handle either one of those teams. So again, I got the Bengals there. It'll be close. It could be a blowout. It it might, you know, lucky charms might come out of the end zone. What do I know? I We'll see what happens, but. Give me the Bengals because my cat is Tony the Tiger and he looks like a tiger. Yeah, well, Pat, going back to what you said, I'm going to quote another Ben Fold song and, and say, well, I thought about the army and dad said, son, you're f-ing high. <laughs> so, I'm going you know. to Vegas on this one. I, I, I hope my boy Darren Waller has a big game because um, he's on my fantasy team. But part of me wants to say that Cincinnati should win this game coming out of a bye, they should have their stuff together by the time that this game rolls around and Las Vegas looks like they're trending in the wrong direction. But I think that I think that Vegas is just going to be able to bounce back in this one. I mean, they'll have another week to figure out how to how to run their offense um 
without Henry Ruggs and stuff like that. So whenever I bet against Vegas, they make me pay. So I, I have to. <laughs> oh, I have to with go all with your them. that's a that's an that's an every week type deal. Even if the yeah. Raiders aren't. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that'll be an interesting game. I, I just I I have no idea what's going to happen in that game. I have no semblance of, of what to expect because those teams have been so up and down. It, it's just you never know what you're going to get week to week. So. And they're in crazy divisions too, man. I mean, the AFC West and the AFC North are like one week, the seller dweller is the best team and, you know, vice versa. So I don't know. Like Brandon said, we might play one of them at the playoffs and then, you know what I mean? The other team might be, you know, getting their last win next week or something. Like, I don't know. So Yeah, one, one yeah. of them could pick in the top 15 of the draft and the other one might come for wildcard weekend. So, yeah. Exactly. I because it'd be the seventh seed playing the two seed, correct? So if if we landed with the two seed. Yeah. Anyway, next up on the uh on the docket, we've got an interesting one here. I actually I don't know if this is I think this is a four o'clock game on the East Coast, but Dallas heading to Kansas City. Kansas City's two point favorites. Um, which is interesting because I mean, if you were gonna say that that was an even game, then you'd give Kansas City a three point edge for home field advantage at least. Um, but yeah, Brandon, what do you think about this and, and the and the spread as well? This one's wild because Dak Prescott's coming off of right that fluky week a couple of weeks ago, and the Chiefs finally got a rebound from how they were before. I didn't really get, catch a lot of the Chiefs game, so you'd have to tell me. You know, they scored forty four, so I'm sure they looked fine. But like, I caught a little bit of it um, when they were only up by a touchdown or two. Yeah, but I was gonna say they just, like, just kind of opened it up after yeah. after a while. Okay. Like it was probably till so, like what, like, I don't know, eight minutes into the third quarter, maybe even like, I don't know, maybe five or six minutes. That was yeah. still pretty close. Yeah. Like it was like we predicted on the show, like any day, Patrick Mahomes could come alive. And like I said, Las Vegas burned me again. Like whenever I'm picking those games, I tend yeah. to get it wrong. So. And the thing is, is what do you have more faith in? Do you have more faith in the Dallas defense to be able to slow him down? Diggs getting another pick for his eighth of the season last Sunday. Uh I was not expecting them. You know, I said that they would win. I didn't think they would cover the way that they did. I do love that we talked about this earlier that Dallas scores 40 something points and the under still hit in the bet. So that was one of my better calls, which was seems to be far and few between these days. But <laughs> no, you still got you still got good calls. You just got game wreckers like Tom Brady who will uh wreck the parlay, but more on that later. <laughs> so I mean, I I don't know. I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes cuz Unlike some people, Patrick Mahomes might be one of the best players in the NFL, whereas Dak Prescott is not. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, and honestly, Cowboys fans are so annoying. Triggers, trigger warning. <laughs> They're just ignorant, man. They're just so annoying. Like, I'm sure Bills fans are annoying for some people too, but like, whatever. I don't care. I, I'm taking like Chiefs. Uh, I, I'm looking at the over for this game too. I think it'll be a big game, so we'll we'll see what happens. But give me the Chiefs, yeah. Patty. What about you? Well, I, I think that's a safe bet. Um, with the over, just because. I mean, obviously, last week, I don't know if you know Dan Quinn called a great game or if Matt Ryan was off his game or what. But like, I don't see the Cowboys pitching a three point performance next week. Like, you know, I don't know. It's one of those deals. I think it, you know, like you guys were saying, it's it, one team is going to have to just like put the pedal on the metal. Like if this is a stalemate going later in the game, I think that, you know what I mean? That's more in favor of, you know, like you, Patrick Mahomes-esque performances and like all the, the all, all the Cowboys wins this year. I mean, with the exception of the Patriots games were just like 
whompings. So I think the Cowboys win, but if they if they do win, it's it's gonna be by a lot. So you know, I I think they cover. I don't want to tell my dad this, but like I feel like Dak Prescott is a like much better player like first three quarters of a game than you know. Nice. Well, good thing you're not saying on a podcast that he listens to. Yeah, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, Pat, I'm with you on this one. Actually, I I'm taking Dallas in this one, and I don't know. This has gone wrong for me before, but the only reason being we got two potent offenses, right? And we've got one really really bad defense, and that's Kansas City's. So. If that's the only thing that I'm taking away from this, I'm just going to say that the Dallas offense is, is when it comes, if it turns into a shootout, it could be whoever has the ball last, but I have more faith in Dallas's defense getting a stop. And maybe Patty Mahomes has a couple of moments like he's had this year where he's been a little bit reckless with the football. Yeah. And that's, you know, if Trayvon he tries Diggs just Trayvon Diggs <laughs> a couple t- at all, then, you just, know, yeah. he's going to get a pick, from so. 25 yards away to make picks. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. No, you're but. right though. That that's a good way to analyze it, right? They have good offenses whose defense is worse. But I don't think Dallas is like otherworldly defense, right? Like, no, well that's but, what that's I mean, what it, I'm saying. It doesn't take that much to be it doesn't take that much to be echelons above Kansas, Kansas City's City. defense. Yeah. Like they're they're just so bad. I mean, I guess they've been playing decent in the past few weeks, but still we'll find just, out, right? We'll find yeah, out. exactly. The other thing about Dallas, and I know we 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 don't like Dallas fans necessarily because Cowboys fans are, uh, I don't know, a little bit annoying. Um, I I don't think we have any Cowboys fans that listen to the podcast, so I'm not worried about it. But I I hate Dallas a lot less than I used to, and I don't know, like now that Jason Garrett's gone, I mean, you still got Jerry. Like I, I I'm not a huge Jerry fan. I don't know if anybody is. Like he should he should have someone else do his uh, general managing for him but I mean Jason Garrett I really didn't like Jason Garrett and he's gone you know I didn't like Tony Romo when he played and I like him in what? the booth and he's why gone why didn't you like Tony man I, I love Tony, Tony Romo Tony he's Romo, one of my yeah. favorite NFL players of all time I, I didn't like him when he played you know because I didn't like the Cowboys and like I mean it's not like I was listening to interviews with Tony Romo I had no idea what his personality was like I just didn't like the Cowboys as a kid so I mean, he did hand us a heartbreaker on Monday Night Football. I remember with with Trent Edwards. Exactly, but. exactly. And I remember that. Like that's I I liked him as much as like Tom Brady. It was another team's quarterback that I didn't like. But anyway, sorry. My first say, my first interaction with fantasy football it might have been 07, right, right when he first got the starting job. But I remember being in an ESPN league. It's public, zero dollars, and just <laughs> random twelve year old Brandon's in this draft gets first overall pick, and I took Tony Romo, like. When Sean, you got Sean Ellis, you got a workhorse dude. running backs, right? You yeah, got a dude. lot of other options. And dude I had 27 rushing touchdowns in one year. And I, I you got LT, Sean Ellis, you got a lot of guys, you know, Larry Fitzgerald. I don't, the list goes on 07 stats, whatever. And uh, I remember being roasted by the people in the chat that I didn't know. And I'm like 12. And I just picked Tony Romo just because I don't know. And now my cat's named Tony and I like him listening to him on the broadcast sometimes. Like, so shout out to Tony Romo. <laughs> Tony Romo, dude, he used to be Terrell Owens used to be catching passes. And dude, I was like thinking of that the other day. Like, what do you think would happen now if like someone caught a TD and then just grabbed someone's popcorn and just threw it in their face? Like 15 yards it, for taunting. Th- like <laughs> literally, dude, immediately the player probably would have been ejected. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> back when it was more fun. 
that's funny. Yeah. Well, it depends if which quarterback you had you throwing the ball, if you're TO, if you if you had fun or not, I guess. But true. Jeff Garcia might not have had as much fun as Tony Romo. Ah, they were if you look up the stats, he actually won like three playoff games good. with Jeff Garcia, he though. Yeah. But uh, I, I wouldn't have fun with TO though. But anyways, sorry, I'm talking too much. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, next up on the docket, we got Pittsburgh heading to LA to play the Chargers, not in StubHub, but their big stadium, which looks even more empty when Chargers fans show up. LA is four and a half point favorites in this one. Sorry, I had the wrong number written down there. Four and a half point favorites. Uh, Brandon, what do you think about this one? Uh, I'm not taking Pittsburgh here. Just straight up. I don't have to dance around it. Mason who? Mason Rudolph? Guess what? Mason, your nose is not red. You should not be named Rudolph. Santa does not like you. The elves don't like you. Mrs. Claus doesn't like you. And I don't like you. So you're not going to win. You're going to go to the South Pole with the South Pole elves. And you're going to be cold down there. (laughs) And uh, give me Justin Herbert to come up here and be Santa's little helper and and stuff. (laughs) Santa's big helper. Santa's big helper. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Whatever he needs. He's had his cookies in his day. So uh, give me Justin Herbert for that That reason. that That was a wonderful rant but I, th- I think that ben's gonna be back no he said he was out next week oh he is out next week yeah mason rudolph's gonna get another start wow i didn't i didn't see that news because i thought that ben was vaccinated ian rapaport i thought said that oh i didn't hear that at all so no you're even totally with right. ben i'll still take the chargers but I oh would, yeah, yeah, yeah it would I, be I a think, smaller line I but i don't think it would change the pick but i'm locking it'd be, in the it'd be really funny points. if we had a full rant about the backup quarterback well, <laughs> is the season to be jolly, except if you're Mason Rudolph. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or a Steelers fan. Patty, who you got in this one? Mason Rudolph, more like Kevin Rudolph. Let it rock, let it rock, let it rock. You're about to get rocked. Um, you know, Chargers coming at you. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like they've had a couple bad weeks, kind of like the, you know, the Bengals we were saying that, like, um, well, due process um, should allow them enough time to internalize how bad they were previously um you know i don't know i just it's i if you lose a game to the vikings like i feel like that's the best motivation you could have like and also you know tj watt we don't know when he's coming back like not not expecting big things out of these steelers dude you remember brando (laughs) i don't know if you can keep that in there john but I think it's muffled enough. Oh man, we we better move to the next pick before I start having middle school dance flashbacks. <laughs> Kevin Rudolph was he was he was pretty out of shape, just like Mason Rudolph. All right, no, that's <laughs> all right. Next up, we got Washington heading to Carolina. Washington coming off that that big win that totally f-ed up Brando's bet. Anyway, Carolina's three point favorites in this one. Brando, who you got? Are you are you salty yet? Dude, I hate both team? these teams, man. I can't stand Cam Newton, and somehow this dude is still in the game, right? I don't know. I <laughs> let, let me just say this because I saw a tweet, and I get it, right? I get the hate. It's like, nah, he's taking press away from PJ Walker, who's Bro. a more incredible story than him. So the fact that I have to pick between him and and Washington, what the hell did Tom Brady eat? Did he eat chocolate ice cream instead of his avocado ice cream? Did he not get his nine hours of sleep? Did he not drink 30 gallons of water on Saturday? I think he uh, he probably took Pat's advice and ate a Subway sandwich. Yeah, so. as, he, thanks, as, as thanks, you should, Pat. King. As you should. Well, guess what? <laughs> Taylor Heineke 
shoved that foot long sub right up Tom Brady's. So, I mean, give me, give me somebody on this team and I don't want either of them. Just give me, give me Taylor Heineke. I don't care. Taylor, go do your thing. Just shut Cam up. I don't want to see him on the headline anymore. The headline on first take this morning after Cam Newton has whatever the, the game that he had was like, did 31 NFL teams make a mistake on passing on Cam Newton? And I'm like, ah, why? And I, I literally turned it off. I'm like, I'm not giving these guys views for, for this. I'm, I'm not. So give me Washington. Sorry for the rant. Carry on. <laughs> well, like we were saying, PJ Walker had a great game. He's 22 at 29, buck 67, you know, holding it down when he had to. I don't necessarily care who wins this game. It's like when you have those two kids that are five foot four, 120 pounds in the ninth grade and they want to fight each other. And it's like, you know, it's going to be a pretty good, it's going to be a slug fest. You know what I mean? It doesn't really, you know, the Buffalo Bills doesn't really apply to them and they're at a totally different level. But like, I, I feel like it's going to be a bloodbath, um, both sides. So I, uh, this is so hard to pick. Like as much as I hate Cam Newton, I feel like, and my dad like loves to like rag on Ron Rivera. And like at one point, like they used to call him Riverboat Rom in Carolina, but like obviously now he's like so conservative that it's like just disgusting to watch him play. And I feel like Ron Rivera just like he's like, all right, Taylor Heineke, you're gonna you're gonna pass the ball 13 and a half times today. And um, you know, it's gonna be like Bills, Jacksonville, Jaguars, nine six in the mud. Yeah. Panthers on top by exactly three. <laughs> they have Christian McCaffrey too, which is like another reason why, but I'm not no, gonna he is, dude. I'm not he, gonna he was, man. He was real close to having two TDs too. Like he, he's literally probably like a combined six inches away from having two. Yeah, TDs. I got him. I, I know. I saw the the short finish there. Yeah. I was happy though that he didn't, because then I could still use the he's washed points when I, you know what I mean. When we look at the stats at the end of the year, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I'm gonna go Carolina on my pick too. Like, I'll I'll keep it short, but I don't think it's because of Cam. I think it's Christian McCaffrey and. Washington football team lost Chase Young with an ACL for the year. So, um, and again, they just won their Super Bowl of the year. They beat Tom Brady. I think they're good for the year. I don't, I don't think that they're they're not even fighting for a wild card at this point. So, but yeah, so I, I I think Carolina comes out on top of that one. Not that it matters anyway, but I thought that that spread was interesting and we should pick Washington after they uh, spoiled Brando's bets. <laughs> yeah, and this is one of those that like I don't want to buy high on a team either because like they don't deserve the points right that's a weird spread like you said i don't know man what do i know yeah i mean that's essentially an even game because it's in carolina three point spread that's 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 the home gimme so but anyway next up last one arizona at seattle arizona's two and a half point favorites in this one russ is going to be back kyler's probably going to be back right have we seen any news on that if not i mean it, i didn't know he was going to be out last so. time I didn't think he was going to be out two weeks either, but I, I mean, all the bets on the game were for Arizona to cover the spread like 99%. Well, not 99. It was like, like mid nineties though. Like of the bets were on Arizona to cover the spread. So I would imagine that he must be playing. Yeah. But anyway, Brandon, who you got in this one? I don't know. I cliff Kingsbury has not committed for Murray to be available for the game yet. Um, It's going to be close regarding Murray's ankle, Kingsbury said, and he did not play. Russell Wilson has never been shut out before. And I feel like, remember there was those swirls of disconnect between him and Pete Carroll over the offseason about their game planning and running the ball too much. And 
you know, Russ is really good with the play action stuff that we saw Josh do. You know, he's one of those quarterbacks that can really finesse the defense and scoring zero points, being in a conservative run heavy offense. I think Russell Wilson's going to be the guy building the game plan this week, not the coach. Um, give me give me Russell Wilson right now, because I think they have an offense that will keep up with Arizona, at least keep it keeping it close. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but what do I know? I'm just Brandon. Um, but Russ is going to be pissed and I think he's going to come out full chef mode and he's going to be cooking because the other chef in the kitchen, Russell Wilson's about to smack him with a spatula if he doesn't get his stuff together. So give me give me Russell Wilson and the and the Seahawks. Sorry. Patty, what do you think? Well, I think that Russell Wilson could be mentally ready to go, but like he had like a big like cap on his finger and like it seemed like it was really bothering him. I mean, obviously like I mean, I would think it's going to be a little bit better weather not playing in you know, Northern Wisconsin, but like, it's just one of those deals where also he hadn't, you know what I mean? What did he, I think he practiced Thursday, Friday, played Sunday, you know, it might be for him, not that he's lost it or anything, but that, you know, it might take him a little bit of time to get back into the swing of things. And I, I don't know. They really lost their cool. Like DK Metcalf at the end of the game. Did, did you see that at all? No, I didn't. Last night. Like he literally punched two dudes, got ejected. Really? Um, oh, yeah. no, I didn't yeah. see that. And it's Past just my like bedtime, man. I was out. Even no, you're, good. you're good. <laughs> I went to bed <laughs> but, like eight o'clock. Yeah, last me night. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And it's one of those deals too. Where I mean, if Kyler Murray plays, then this game isn't even a question. If it's Colt McCoy, yeah, you got to go with the Seahawks. But I'm gonna pick the chef who can't even see the stovetop, Mr. Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny because he's short. Yeah, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, who you got, I, like, I like Arizona in this one. I I didn't like what I I saw out of Seattle, and honestly, even with Geno Smith at quarterback, I know that teams are completely different with their backup quarterbacks. But offense, defense, I I just think they're a little underwhelming this year. I think Arizona is a real contender, so I'm going to take them. I think their defense is way better than Seattle's as well. So two and a half point spread, even with a backup quarterback, shouldn't be too hard to handle. But then again, they only put up 10 points this past week. So what do I know? But I'm going to Arizona on that one. We're going to have some movement next week on the scoreboard one way we or another. We are. We are. Pat and I are either going really down the toilet or really in the right direction. So. Yeah, I think I'm still at seven games below 500, though, at least. Maybe 12. Well, you're 23 and 28. So. Oh, five games, dude. We're cruising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you're, you're five games below. That's not bad. Um. Now I'm six games back of Brandon all of a sudden. So, well, that means you're still nine out, right? You still, what is Brandon fourteen? Uh, Brandon's 15. thirty-four and thirty-four and twenty. So, yeah, we'd have to uh, we'd have to pick six games differently. So, all right. Last I was thinking left. next week, literally, you're gonna have to split it on the every most, pick. The <laughs> most that I could make up is four games this week on him. But we'll see. Like I said, I last, get a game last time I picked happen. boldly. Last time I picked boldly, it worked out. So I, I guess we'll see. But anyway, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll get Brando's lock of the week. Which uh, we're we're getting really close to five hundred on these, <laughs> but we're not but, there yet. We're not there yet. So that's okay. We're getting close, but we we'll started out four and out. We have we have a small shred of credibility left. But hey, there's still a shred. A shred. A yes. shred. And if, I mean, come on, who would have predicted uh, Tom Brady losing to the <laughs> Obviously the not me. Team? Anyway. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> anyway, we'll be, we'll be right back after this. 
Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Being a loser, being a weenie, whatever you want to call it, because the greatest quarterback of all time, <laughs> cue my rant from earlier, throws bad interceptions. Like I said, he must not have got his pliability right on Saturday. He must have ate some sugar. Anyways, I'm going to keep this short. I'm going to keep this sweet because you listeners that you made it this far in the show, you deserve some sweet. All right. Thank you for listening to my picks as they seem to have fallen off the Grand Canyon, which is the little biggest cliff that you can have. All right. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. So, gentlemen, <laughs> thanks for, uh, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for, thanks for uh, sticking with me here. So we're going to start this right away. Easy, quick. The, you said it earlier, the team that won their Super Bowl last week, um, you, but you got the team wrong. We're going to, Say that team was the Detroit Lions Motor City, baby. They won their Super Bowl by tying the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> and we're going to go right back to that powder blue Lions. And we are going to take nine and a half points against the Cleveland Browns. Next up, we are going to get into the Baltimore Ravens. Give me some Lamar over Justin Fields. It seems like. He is on an NFL field, but Lamar is a whole nother class higher than Justin and Matt Nagy. He's just nagging the season along, man. What is, what is, what is this conversation like when he goes home? Like, you know, maybe I'll be in Chicago next year. Like whatever. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, next up the lock of locks. We got the Buffalo bills. You know, it, it's really not a lock of locks. This indie team is not to joke about, but I will always have these bills games. And especially when they are, a Super Bowl contender like the way that they are. Next up, I do I believe I do have an underdog on here, which might be the first time all season long that I have an underdog on here, but I have the Chargers having Pittsburgh come to them. Um I have talked about Mason Rudolph, the fact that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer started off as a misfit, but everybody grew to love him. Mason Rudolph started <laughs> as a misfit and he's going to stay a misfit. And his helmet obviously didn't fit him when Miles Garrett almost hit him in the head with it. So we're just going to uh have him come out there and throw a duck, not do good. Um give me the Chargers to bounce back. And then finally, I have to do it. They're playing pretty good. I'm not going to deny it. 
I will still slander them the minute that I can, but the Patriots over the Falcons, I'll take the Patriots um, only because of the Falcons just like absolutely pooping a big brick out of their butt last week. And by having these uh, picks together like this, the odds are quite substantial. We have plus 638. So if you were to bet $50 on that, you would pay out $369.20. Nice. Um, So we'll see. It's long odds there. Obviously, I'm pulling strings here. Um, we're going to have to figure out something because uh, what we're doing now is not working for me, folks. But like I said, if you made it this far, I hope you deserve something sweet. And, uh, you know, let's see Brando's bets provide that for you. Hey, we started out 4-0. That, that's, that'll, be, that'll be the banner we hang in the arena. <laughs> Brando's bets started 4-0. Just like the Bills, what was it? 2010. 2009 season? No, what you, what year was that? Well, what, where we started off five and zero? Oh? No, five and one. Five it was one yeah, where Trent, Trent, Ed- Trent Edwards. Trent Edwards got concussed against the oh, no, uh, Cardinals. Was Fitzpatrick it? Yeah, did no, it too. It, I thought didn't he? Yeah, or no, he was, Fitz he did too. Was, I think four Trent two, was maybe. four and two, and Fitz was five and one. Because Trent Edwards was five and one. Because we ended up losing that game to Kurt Warner in the desert. I remember because yep. Trent Edwards got like the concussion of all concussions. Yep, yep, and he was Either never way. right after that. Honestly. I will say I did not get a concussion, but I'm obviously not right. So maybe the couple screws are loose. Who knows? Nice. Yes. We, we'd like to place the blame for Brando's bets losing four, four out of the last five um, on, on Brando's concussive history. Brandon, Brandon played hockey and football. So we're working on getting the chemistry balanced first, and then we can talk about my memory. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you and all of us. Yeah. But anyway, to uh to recap that parlay. This is a five leg parlay, which is risky when you're five and four and you're just trying to find a lock somewhere. So maybe we can pick one of these that we think is the lock of all locks. And I mean not that anything's a lock these days, but which one would you say is the lock of all locks here? Because we well, can let we me let me run through the that. recap okay. real quick and then and then we'll pick. So we got Lions minus nine. No, 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 Raven. no, 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 no. Detroit Lions plus nine and a half. So this plus nine and a half. Correct. Okay, sorry. I was looking at a different. I, I'm like really tempted to call that my lock of the week. Like really yeah, tempted. I mean, Dan Campbell's, Dan Campbell's got the boys ready to break ankles and kneecaps. He's ready. Um. All right. So we got Lions nine and plus nine and a half. Ravens over Bears. Bills over Colts. Chargers over Steelers. And Patriots over Falcons. So the last four are all money line bets yep so we mixed it up this week honestly if you were going to take one out of there i would say the first one i would take out is the lions plus 9.5 really Mm. over you would take that out first before the bills versus colts yeah yeah, Uh, uh, mr nick wright kansas city homer over here (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding (laughs) all right here's my quote for you john ready is from Dan Campbell. I'm not going to wipe your butt. You're going to wipe your own butt. You'll handle it and I'll treat you like men until you prove otherwise. Dan Campbell on his players in practice. So guess what? I proved I was a man by going 4-0, but guess what? Even men need their mamas sometimes and we're in a rough stretch here. But Dan Campbell, that man can cry on a stand in front of people at a press conference that... His mom instilled some confidence in his young buck of a soul. So give me Jared Goff 
Oh, yeah. Give me, oh, give me Jared didn't Goff. he? He passed for like what? He didn't even pass for 100 <laughs> yards last week, dude. He passed for like 54 yards, maybe 70 yards. I don't know, but they're going to get nine and a half points, and I'll take that over Baker Mayfield. True. So. The only reason I say that is because <laughs> as the nightmare continues for I just, Cleveland I just don't fans. know what to think of the Browns. Honestly, like they had that big win over Cincinnati and then they dropped a deuce against the Patriots. So I don't know. I just, I never know what I'm going to get out of, out of the Lions and, and Browns. So I, I just think that game's unpredictable. And the other one that I would say, if I was going to take the next one out, I would probably do chargers and Steelers only because We've kind of written the Steelers off as this terrible team, but they're right there. They're five. They're five and they're four. Yeah, good. so they're they're yeah. pulling out wins. Well, five, three, and one. Five, three, actually. and one. Thank you. Sorry. And uh, uh-huh. and the Chargers are struggling as of late, so I'm not really sure if if this yeah. game was Week One, I'd say that's a lock. But um, I think the Chargers will win, but they're, I, I don't odds. think that that game is as much of a lock as Ravens over Bears, Bills over Colts, and Patriots over uh, Falcons. Having that game in the odds makes the odds go from plus three fifty to plus six eighty nine. Well, so it, I think that's worth what it you then, But yeah, yeah, bet so. boldly, my friends. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, Brando's bets. The short episode ended up being a full half hour longer. Than <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Right. We have to. We got to catch up. It's good to talk oh, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. No, it's, it's good. So, yeah, I like yeah. catching up with you guys. But. Anyway, that's going to just about wrap things up for this episode. Uh, Remember, Brando's lock of the week is Lions plus 9.5, Ravens over Bears, Bills over Colts, Chargers over Steelers, and Patriots over Falcons. Mount Financial Advice, please gamble responsibly. Yada, yada, yada. Remember, if you use numbers, it's not irresponsible. Nice. (laughs) But you can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. Tweet at us. Tell us that we suck. Uh, whatever you want to do, like some, some interaction at all would be great. We'd love to hear from you guys. We know how many of you there are listening. <laughs> so. My mom, my sister listens. My mom listens. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Sam listens too. I can't forget. She loves it. She That's loves good. it. She That's does. Good. Yeah. We should do like one of those Wu-Tang call the, the Wu-Tang clan, like roll calls where they just start naming off cities and like neighborhoods, like East Oakfield, New York represent, uh, uh, <laughs> Batavia, New York, East side represent <laughs> St. John Fisher collegiate staff. Oh. <laughs> uh, we have like an intro. That's like the Sunday night football. Michael Patrick Caprio, Brockport, New York, right? John Course. <laughs> Whatever they do, yeah. you know. Brandon Hammerass, the goal university. What is Trey, Trey, Trey White, Trey White yeah. Academy? Yeah. Anyways. All right, boys. All right. Well, uh, we'll take a look at these picks again next week on our Friday episode. And uh, tune in on Tuesday. We'll have our recap of the Bills versus the Colts and then a preview of their upcoming matchup, which is Thanksgiving game, right? Yes. So. Our next episode, ladies and gentlemen, this will be the last episode under my parents' health insurance. Nice. Well, Woo! Did you check? I think it goes till the end of the year. It goes till the end of the month. Oof. So, oh, I, I lied then. That's I'm lying to the audience. Oh my gosh, Brandon. Way to lie to our audience. Ah, I just lost all that shred of credibility no, that right. I had Brando's, remaining. Brando's bets has been lying to the audience for at least four weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right well i'll see you guys here on tuesday and uh remember 
like, subscribe, follow Buffalo Rumblings everywhere that you can. Did you see they just surpassed two million downloads? Oh yeah, um, yeah, that's a that's a big deal. The Rumblers. Yeah, that's cool. That's I'm cool. excited. It, uh, I'm really excited to be home because I want to pick up some Buffalo Rumblings IPA. I have, I cannot tell you. I am very much a beer lover, and these two guys don't like IPAs as much as I do. So I'm I'm gonna have to pick some up. But I'm hey, excited. I can tell you that I love a lot of different things, and my stomach will be like, "What did you do by putting this in my body? I need to get it out of your body right now." <laughs> so. Um, that's what it happened, but it has nothing to do with the quality of the product. It's a hundred percent. Yeah, no, we should get you up here, get you a nice drink, you know, talk some bills, catch up. It'll be fun. Yeah, look out. I think next week, uh, we might be doing an in-person podcast. So all three of us in the same place at the same Ooh. time, which would be, Dude, that would be wild. Which would be fun. Would so be very wild. watch out for that. Maybe we'll, uh, yes. I'll have my mom pick up some Buffalo Rumblings IPA at Wegmans next week and, uh, we'll, <laughs> nice. we'll have a podcast over some beers. So sweet yeah sounds good guys cool stuff Um, yeah I'll see you Tuesday take care gentlemen go Bills